Welcome everyone to a long-awaited return to Conversations with Shelby Green. I am your host, the main man, the one and only, Big Daddy Cooler, Shelbo Nasty, or you can just call me Shelby Lee Green, it doesn't matter to me. Excuse me real quick. Swig of rain for the working man. I need that, getting a little sleepy right now. I gotta work here in three hours, so I might as well just say fucking get some sleep. Not get no sleep, excuse me. So, what's been going on, man? All right. It's been a while since I've recorded. Basically, y'all, I've had a come-to-Jesus moment with myself. And what I mean by that is I wasn't satisfied with the way the podcast was going. I wasn't satisfied with a lot of things where I was in a funk. Like, I just didn't like the way it was going. I felt like I was trying to do too much, but at the same time, I didn't feel like a... How can I word this? Basically, I set out to do a podcast that was going to be something that we all could enjoy or whatever. And I got some great vibes back, but for me, it just didn't feel like it was hitting. Um, I tried to have a certain topic for whatever, and it wasn't hitting. Um, and then I had an episode. I did a Phantasm review with my boy, Mark Drake. And I'll be honest with you, the audio sounded like complete dog shit. I wasn't very fond of it. And I just said, you know what? This ain't going to work. So I took some time off. Reflections. As a matter of fact, me and my boy, Price, a.k.a. Trip, we were doing our Shooting the Shit podcast, and we stopped doing it. I didn't like the way that show was going, in my personal opinion, and it caused me and Trip not to speak for a couple weeks. We're good now. We talk, hash it out, and whatever. We're good. But at the same time, I expected more with what I'm doing. So basically, I'm going to give you guys a heads up. I'm coming back weekly, doing solo for a little while, and by September, October, I'm going to reboot this. Basically, you'll never hear this platform, this conversation, whatever. You're never going to hear this. Basically, I'm going to reboot the podcast. I'm going with a different vibe, a different perspective of things. And what I'm going to do is I'm, it's going to be 95% a horror movie-related channel. Horror games, horror movies, everything. The 5% will be a certain film that comes out that I want to review, a certain television show I want to see a review. Hell, it could be anything. Once a month, eventually when I figure out what's going on with the uh, my Mac, because for some reason I can't hook up two um, mics to this, and I'm not sure why, but eventually I'm going to have to figure this shit out. But overall, um, excuse me, uh, I got a little belch problem. Working out, man, making belch, and then come home and eat. You know how it is. But I got an idea for what I want to do. I was talking to Price over the weekend about it, and he agreed with me that he understood where I was going through. Because you just want things to do well, man. You spend all this money on getting this equipment and shit, and you, you know, you're doing what you need to do for it. You, under, you, you get it. And also that. But I'm going back to my roots, man. I'm going back to what I'm known for. I love sports. I love music. But, man, look, there ain't a guy in this world, and I there's probably a handful of people that I feel like have more knowledge about horror films than I do. And I am a horror fanatic, as everybody knows. There's only a guy I think that can top me is Travis Yabar, and I'm going to talk about that gentleman here in a few minutes. But um, just going to go back to my roots of what I want to do. I try to do too much, I feel like, and I just wasn't hitting right. And we were having... My personal conversations were getting involved with things. It just, it just, I was not clicking with it. So I'm kind of happy what I'm doing with it. I'm actually been thinking about my father and I are talking about doing maybe a podcast every once a week or every other week of me and him doing some just a topical conversation we can have. So I'm coming back. I'm back right now. But eventually, you're never going to hear this show again. You're going to hear a better opening, a better sound, a better everything. We're going to reboot this. I'm going to drop between September and October. I'm going to re- right around that time. I'm moving here real soon, so I'm moving here in a couple weeks, actually, so when I move, 
I'll record when I can, and I'm a bus mask to figure it out. But we are definitely for sure uh, coming back with this. I'm gonna reboot the show. I'll have a name, everything else, and I've been reaching out to people, getting some fillers of things, and uh, we're gonna be just all right. So anyway, let's talk about what we're gonna talk about today. So for example, I'm gonna give you a heads up. So basically, a horror theme uh, show. Basically, what I'm gonna go with is Travis Yabar. I went on his podcast around this time last year, I think. And it, we reviewed a film called, um, what the fuck? The, oh, the Prince of Darkness. God, I'm fucking slipping. And it was basically a John Carpenter film, by the way. In my opinion, the greatest horror director of all time is John Carpenter. That's just my opinion. Wes Craven can take the number two spot. God rest his soul. But what John Carpenter, to me, is the greatest horror film director of all time. Now, we reviewed that film, and tra- it was a first-time watch for me. And Travis uh, was cool, great guy. I mean, I cannot appreciate him so much. And I'm also going to plug something here in a little bit about him. But Travis was doing something with me where it was he – he gave me the idea for doing the podcast, the format. I had it in the back of my mind, but it just – for some reason, I had the format in front of me, but I did not know I want to do different topics. So basically what I'm going to do is Travis had me on and was going to say, hey – um, we're going to do this. You want to come on and review this film we've never seen before, okay? So I'd never seen, you know, uh, Prince of Darkness, and I enjoyed the movie a lot. It was a good film for me, for a horror film. It's a part of the John Char- John Carpenter trilogy, his apocalyptic trilogy. Look it up. You know what I'm talking about. The Thing, uh, Prince of Darkness, and The Mouth of Madness. And I did watch Mouth of Madness finally. Let me tell you something. That's a kick-ass movie. That's actually pretty damn good. Don't get talked about a lot, but it's a really good movie in my opinion. But... Travis gave me an idea, like, what if I had similar guests come on weekly and they had never seen a horror film before, or maybe once every couple weeks or whatever, or you just hear me talk or whatever. Now, the thing that happened was we were supposed to hook up the second mic, and this, for whatever reason, I can't have two mics that are connected or something. I don't know what it is, but this MacBook's been a pain in my ass. I'm going to eventually get to figure it out. I think I know what I need, but I'm not going to go into detail about it. I'm just going to keep it, uh, I'm riding solo right now. But eventually, that's one of the things I want to do. I want to get guys on who never had up, never, never watched a horror film somewhere before, or whatever, and have you on, whatever. And I teased it a little bit. I had Matt Kamarowski come on. And we reviewed the Lost Boys episode, which is probably my favorite episode I've done so far. And he had never seen the Lost Boys, and horror fans around like, he was never seen Lost Boys. Yeah, he never saw Lost Boys. He never sat down and watched it. And we had a kit. We had a good time with that man, and it was a good film. And Matt was a fan of it. And I think that's one of the perfect horror films to give somebody you've never seen a, uh, it's the greatest vampire flick in my opinion of all time that's my personal opinion Fright Night's pretty good Salem Lot's pretty good obviously the uh, Universal uh, Dracula movie from the 30's is really good Christopher Lee's Dracula is really good but man Lost Boys takes the cap for that in my opinion now another thing I want to talk about there's certain films coming out that I'm going to review me and my girlfriend yes I have a girlfriend now believe it or not we are going to a um Go see Jurassic World Dominion this weekend. I'm going to review that next week. I want the show. I'll review that. The following weekend, I'm going to do a double review, which is going to be two movies in one, I think. I'm going to try this. I'm going to go see the, uh, there's a movie called The Black Phone that's coming out, with this, which is probably the most anticipated horror film outside of Halloween Kills that's coming out this year, that I believe. And it's got Ethan Hawke or whatever in it, and it looks really good. I'm going to check that movie out. Um, also, I'm going to review that, and the movie that I'm really excited for every tra- time I see a trailer is the Elvis film. Now, I will stop here. I know there's a bit of controversy with Elvis and everything else, but look, man, 
It looks like a damn good movie. I'm going to sit down. And I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to review it. I think it will be a good film to watch. Now, um, also planning on doing some other things. Trying to think. Oh, the movie, the horror film X. I have not seen it yet, but everybody tells me it's fucking great. Need to watch it. It's coming on rental on Amazon Prime. I will eventually rent that here in a couple coming weeks, and I will sit down and watch that as well. Give you a review on it as well. Now let's try to think of something else. What else I was going to talk about on the show? Oh, so um, also I do end up planning on having a, a revisit films. Basically, what it is like revisit like Halloween ends is coming out this year. So what I want to do, I want to get somebody on here eventually. We sleep up to that movie, and we're going to review Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills, and have ho- review Halloween Ends. And what I want to do is have somebody on there to review it with me that has watched the films with me as well, and have c- recurring get the same guest for three weeks in a row. That way, we could talk about, you know, what you think the difference between the films and at the end of the day or whatever. I might talk to Travis and have him do that with me, but he's just as busy as I am, and I think that'd be the perfect guy. Is Travis? I want to have him on the show. Also, uh, talking about Travis Shabar, the horror fanatic, the creature, my friend, he gave me a message the other day and got me back in the funk of things like, hey man, we're changing the format up on our show, you want to come on and review Psycho 2? I said, yeah, hell yeah, I want to review Psycho 2. Now, for people who don't know, Psycho 2 was a sequel to the original Alfred Hitchcock classic from the 60s. It came out in like the early 80s, I believe, I'm to say 82 or 83, I could be wrong, but it came out around that time. And I will let you know this. You know, I might take some shit for this, but in my opinion, every time I re-watch that sequel, I enjoy it. The mo- my, it's my favorite film of the Psycho franchise. I love the original one by Alfred, by Alfred Hitchcock. It is really good. I understand it. I get it. But man, that sequel is damn good. I love me some Psycho 2. And I am looking forward to this Saturday going over to Travis's. His wonderful studio. He's got a kick-ass studio, by the way, y'all. It's just it, the way it's set up and everything else. And um, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna watch it. We're gonna review it. I'm very, I'm anticipating it as well. It's one of my favorite horror sequels. Um, also, the the podcast that Travis does is Horror Flying My Friends. They just did their 100th episode, I believe, and they reviewed a, another horror slasher classic re uh, sequel, in my opinion, uh, Friday the 13th Part Four, the final chapter, which. Of the original Paramount films is my favorite Friday the 13th film. By the way, I want to take a side note. You ever realize the majority of the Friday the 13th fans, the first one, the original, was not their favorite? If you ever, you know, usually with the, you know, with the Nightmare on Elm Streets, the Halloweens, maybe Child's Play, Hellraiser, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original one is all usually nine times in the favorite. Friday 13th is different. Like, I hear people that like part two. They're big fans of part three. A lot, universally, a lot of people love part four and six. And I, they are whatever. My favorite one's the remake. I love the fucking remake. And I, I'll never understand why we never got a sequel to that remake. That's the best version of Jason Voorhees, in my opinion. And that's probably the reason why I like it so much. Is Derek Mears is such a kick ass version of, of Jason Voorhees. I know there's a lot of Kane Hodder, Hodder fans out there. And I'm a big Kane Hodder fan, too. But to me, I just like Derek Mears Jason a little bit more. But overall, though, man, I've been, you know, this, this is a little side note, but I'm just plugging his podcast, man, because he does a great job. His, his co host, and I apologize, the queen, I, I forgot your name. I totally apologize. But she's great, too. The interaction they have, it's just a kick-ass show, man. Travis is a good fucking dude, man. And I am excited to go back on his show and talk. Psycho 2, a horror classic. So, um, yeah, awesome.
Now, uh, let's see what else I can talk about. Oh, so we're all, um, you know, a lot of things have been going on in the world of, of movies and stuff. The Johnny, the, uh, obviously the biggest thing right now in Hollywood people are talking about is the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Look, man, here's my opinion on this. I am a huge Johnny Depp fan. I am a huge Johnny Depp supporter. Um, I always thought it was weird how he his, people kind of forgot about him. When this whole thing went out, and then he went to trial, obviously, you know. Look, I'm not saying Johnny Depp is perfect and innocent and all. He's not, because Johnny Depp has done a lot of things wrong. He admits to it. But what Amber Heard tried to do to him was just ridiculous. And I just, it, it disgusts me, in my opinion. And I just, you know, whatever. I, I can't stand it. Um, and I'll be honest with you guys. You know, I hope Johnny Depp, you know, the rumors that Beetlejuice 2 is... Finally get made. I pray to God. I pray to God it goes the way through because that is a film right there that needs a sequel. You're going to get Beetlejuice 2 and Johnny Depp rumored that he will be involved in it and I am ecstatic that he will be a part of that film. Uh, hopefully get to see him as part, back in the Pirates Caribbean franchise. Uh, hopefully that happens. But I doubt it, man. I mean, I, I was, it's one of my favorite franchises. Just going to suck that I don't have Jack Sparrow in it because I'm a big, now you know, whatever. Now, also, I want to talk about Amber Heard and Aquaman 2. Here's my thing. I'm a big DC comic book fan. Anybody knows me, and I will be reviewing Black Adam and the other films that come out. I am a big, big fan of DC. I love the new Batman. That, that film is a perfect Batman movie, in my opinion. But I will state this. I've been back and forth lately because I'll tell you the truth. I'm a big Jason Momoa fan for Aquaman. But I just can't sit there and watch Amber, you know, Amber Heard as Mira and sit there and think this woman tried to cancel a guy with these lies and the guy and, out, and, and allegations. So I've been back and forth on not going to see the film at all and protesting, not even watching it. But then again, me being the comic book fan I am, I'm thinking, you know what, maybe I ought to do it. I haven't made my mind up yet on that, so stay tuned on that because I'll be honest with you. I've been back and forth like, yeah, I want to see it, but man, this motherfucker, he just, you know how it is. So, it is what it is on that one. Also, been watching a little NBA Finals action, you know, been watching the Finals a little bit, you know, kick back, relax, watch Game 5 last night. Andrew Wiggins did a great job, took Jason Tatum out of the game, Steph had a bad game, but Wiggins stepped up. He's been big this whole postseason. I want to give a shout to Andrew Wiggins, playing like, like a number one pick, playing his role, man. Good job, Andrew. Um... Little good things going on with a little basketball and a little football. You know, we, we looking good. Kenny Payne doing his thing out here. I'm happy what Kenny Payne's done so far. I'm really excited what Starfield's doing. He's finally the NIL deals have been helping us out. But not only that, Josh Hurd, congratulations on being the new athletic director of the University of Louisville, has opened up the checkbooks and allowed the funds to be spread out because Vince Tyra would allow uh, Satterfield to do that because Satterfield wanted to do this three or four years ago by opening up the funds and being able to spend more money to recruit. And he wouldn't let him do it. So, hats up to here, man. He's my athletic director. I'm proud of him. Let's see what else can I talk about. Also, you know, there's been a little bit buzz on the internet now. We had a Black Adam trailer last week for DC fans. And I'll tell you something. The Rock, you know, when you're a DC fan, you can get actors like Dwayne and The Rock Johnson. You know, you can get The Rock. You know, he wouldn't go for a Marvel film. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Marvel fans. Take a break. Relax. Chill out. I did like Doctor Strange 2. Ain't better than the first one, but I did like Doctor Strange 2. Um, I do think that um, I am excited for the fact that we are getting a, you know, we're getting a Black Adam film. Because anybody knows DC Comics, Black Adam is badass. He is bad to the bone. 
and everything else. I'm just a big fan of him. And they're going the anti-hero route where he's not a hero villain. He's in the middle. I like that route because, let's be honest, in the comic books, you know, he gives Superman a run for his money. But he's bigger than the Sha- He deals more with Sh- Shazam, but he has a lot to deal with uh, with Superman. So I'm excited to see that. Um, but we're going to talk about another teaser trailer drop, The Monsters, Rob Zombie. Now, let me be the first to tell you. I am a Rob Zombie fan. I love his music. I love his older music. His new, his latest album was okay, but I love his older shit. And on his films, it's like this. He's got some horror classics, in my opinion. And then he's got some films. I'm like, what the fuck you doing, Rob? I'm back and forth with him. I like Rob Zombie stuff a lot. So when I heard he was doing the monster film, because I know he's a big fan. Obviously, he has the Dragula mobile from the uh, the original TV series. I was kind of skeptical. Then I heard he had revived. So I'm like, okay. And then I saw that his wife was cast in the movie. I'm thinking, oh, fuck, here we go again. Then I read that it was going to be more... Because everybody in the room was, we're going to hear a vulgar, dark side of the monster film. What the fuck? And I was kind of like, it raised my eyebrow a little bit. Because I remember watching the show as a kid on TV land. And I've kind of got away from it. So before the series, um, the movie, excuse me, comes out, I'm going to sit down a month before that and watch the series again just to refresh my memory with the characters and all that because I am looking forward to seeing it and I'm going to go into it why then I saw and I read no I read the details that it was going to be about the original the original way it was going the original the original way of the comedy and how it was going to be like that I'm like okay he's sticking to his roots and then I saw that teaser trailer and I said you know what take my money I'm in I'm very excited for this. I think it's going to be a damn good movie. I think it'll be, it'll be Rob Zombie's best work to date, and I think he's going to pay off. I think there's a little. I'm having my. I'm kind of back and forth on Sherry uh, Sherry Moon Zombie because she's good in some roles, and there's something she can't act in, in my opinion. But I am looking forward to this. So overall, and then when I, and here's another thing: when I review the monsters, I'm going to rank my Rob Zombie films from worst to best. And we're going to talk about that. And I think the Monsters is going to end up in the best. I just, just got a good feeling about this, guys. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I got a good feeling about it. Uh, so that's interesting. You know, Disney dropping. You know, I've been watching Obi-Wan the last, uh, last couple weeks. And boy, let me tell you about it. Oh, boy. It's just nice seeing Darth Vader in action. Vader don't give a shit. And by the end of that, I will review... The final episode that comes out with that too as well. So you're going to get a mixed bag of things. I'm, I'm not going to cram you with episodes week by week. But what I'm going to do is if I have a short episode of review, I'll review that. And if I can throw a, a movie in there that I've seen or recommend, I'll do that as well. I'm just trying to show you what I'm going to do. It's going to be more of a balanced topic on the podcast. Um, But back to Obi-Wan, man. It's been damn good. I don't think it's better than The Mandalorian, but I think it's the best show they've had outside of The Mandalorian on there, in my opinion. I did like Book of Fae. Book about Faye. I like the Bad Batch. The Clone Wars, the Vinyl Series is really good that they gave us. But this man is just really good. Vader is on his point. Iguan McGregor as, um, excuse me, Belch, as Obi-Wan, he's great in this. Vader is ruthless and as evil as he can be in this. So I'm very, very ecstatic of what they've done so far. Disney, you've done a really good job with this, in my opinion. I'm not very fond of Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker, but I am very fond of of what they've done with the TV series, in my opinion. I think Disney's done a hell of a job. Now let's talk about um, some upcoming movies to watch. I went and saw Doctor Strange 2, and I thought about coming back and doing the podcast then, but I didn't do it. I'll give you my quick synopsis on Doctor Strange. I enjoyed the film. Um, It was a Sam Raimi film. It is, in my opinion, MCU's first horror film. I did enjoy it. You know, a lot of people had my take about how the film could have slowed down. And some Marvel fans like, how are you going to slow down a film since Multiverse of Madness? I said, 
Like I said, I thought it could slow down just a little bit. I did like the homage they did in the film to Army of Darkness. And people, if you watch the film, you know what I'm talking about. But overall, I did enjoy it. I thought the uh, I thought that Wanda Scarlet Witch was I thought Elizabeth Olsen was a, the star of the show. She was amazing in this. Overall, I think I gave it a nine out of ten or like a nine point two five out of ten on Facebook. I'm I'm not gonna go through my Facebook and look it up. But I believe I did, but I did enjoy it. I didn't think it was better than the the first Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is one of my bet my favorite Marvel films. And I think it's in my top. If I had to go through my comic list, I think it would be in my top ten. Um, and also, um, but I am looking, but I am looking forward if they do a third film. I, it, Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange. Anytime he's on the screen, y'all, he just captivates me. He is just to the point of, you know, like he just he has that presence about him. Like if anybody can come out of a comic book looking like a comic book character, Cumberbatch, Benderbit, Countryback, Cumberbatch. I can't even say his name, but you know what I'm talking about the guy who plays Doctor Strange. He, if you took a picture of him from the comics and took a picture of what he looks like in the film and put him they, side by side, they look just alike. He is damn good in my opinion. Um, yeah, so. Now let's talk about Thor, Love and Thunder. I will let you know this right, right now. When it comes to MCU rankings, I am not very fond of the Thor films. The first Thor film I did enjoy, uh, uh, Thor, um, The Dark World, it was okay for the most part. I feel like whatever. Thor Ragnarok, I think it's I think it's trash. I'm not a fan of it. I hate to use the word trash. I just don't think it's that film's worth a shit. And it's not rewatchable in my opinion. I've watched it maybe three times. Ever since I've watched it, I, I just every time I watch it, I less like it less. And it's in my bottom tier of my MCU films. I think the only film I think that's worse than that, in my opinion, is Captain Marvel. Probably touched a nerve there, but I don't like I didn't like Captain Marvel at all. After I rewatched it a couple times, I haven't watched it at all. I don't like it at all. But Thor Ragnarok, one thing. So Love and Thunder, I like what I saw from the teaser, the trailer we got. Christian Bell is Gore the God Butcher. You know, you're getting Jane back in it. You're getting, you know, I just think you got the guard, the teasing the Guardians of the Galaxy, which anybody knows that's my favorite MCU film. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. So overall, I think I'm going to be, um, I think I'm going to like this Thor film. I got my expectations low. So I'm looking forward to seeing it here in a couple weeks. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Obviously, the Mac Daddy of everything I've been waiting for. We all know Halloween ends. Now let's talk about this. Halloween ends is basically going to be the end of the trilogy. Now, I read an article earlier that Blumhouse said this is our last Halloween film. Now everybody's thinking, "Oh, this is the last Halloween film ever." No, what they're saying is this last we had it. They sign on to a three film trilogy and they lose their rights to this. Blumhouse loses it. Here's my opinion: This ain't going to be the last Halloween film. Unless a cod, uh, I can't say his name right, the guy who owns the rights of Halloween, but unless he wants to do, unless he wants to put on the show so we're done making this film, films, you can go back and do sequels all you want. Now, do I think this will be the final Halloween ends? Will it be the final Halloween film for the next 10 years? Probably so. Do I think eventually we can go back and maybe do a, a legacy sequel to Halloween 4 like everybody wants, the or the Halloween 6 movie that we never got? Is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. But here's my thing. If you, I would like to see him do a Halloween film where Michael is not tied down to Laurie Strode. I think he every film that Michael Myers has been part, it's been associated with Laurie Strode, except for the Abomination of Halloween Resurrection, where he kills Laurie off in that movie. There's nothing out there, and even when the seat in the movies with Halloween four, five, and six, you're doing Jamie's daughter. And then you're dealing with uh you're doing the uh, Laura's daughter Jamie, and then you're doing the Halloween six, you're dealing with Jamie's actual daughter and that. 
So it's like he Michael has been handcuffed, so to speak, to Lori. And I feel like if you you need to get away from that concept, I think if you go get away from that and do something different, I think it will be it will turn out to be okay. I think you can do a different film that will make happen. I think a concept of where maybe Michael got arrested after the first and Michael's in jail for whatever. And you can do somewhere possibly like you can get rid of you can get rid of um you can get rid of fucking um you can get rid of the whole you know the after the first film he actually got caught and what you can do is Michael gets caught and he's in jail, and they're going to put him on death row, and maybe, and I think there's a script that got leaked about this years ago, but Michael, somehow, someway, he, he fucking causes mayhem in a prison, gets out, or whatever, you can do whatever, but I think eventually, you can come up with a better script and a better solution, I think my, you got to do something different with Michael, if you're going to, because I don't want to see Laurie Strode on screen again, we saw with the remix of Rob Zombie, I'll give you my thoughts on those films, when I'm breaking the, the Rob Zombie films for the monster films later down the line, I understand, but, I don't like, you got to do something different with Michael. I love what they're doing. First off, I like, the 2018 film is is damn good in my opinion. I loved Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills gave us, made made everybody know that Michael Myers is the king of fucking slashers. You can have your Freddies, your Jasons, your Leatherfaces, your Chuckies. Ain't nobody like Michael. Michael was the king of this shit, the originator in my opinion. When you go to Mount Rushmore Horror Icons, Michael goes up there. I think Michael's up there on that thing. I think the Jaws Sharks up on that thing. I think the Frankenstein is up there on the original boards called Frankenstein. And then you could throw another character that can mix in with that. Maybe a, like, you know, a director or something like that. But I feel like Michael's on that Mount Rushmore. Um, that being said, there's a lot of things about with Halloween. I, I'm excited for Halloween ends. I think I'm ready for the trailer to drop. I want to see the trailer. Um, see what they're going to do because I know everybody, like Jamie said, this this film is going to piss you off. Well, if some if if Lori don't die in this film or something like that happens, I'm going to be pissed off because somebody's got something's got to go. Either Michael's going to have to die or Lori's going to have to die. Somebody has to die. You got to do something. Um, now let's talk about um, other horror franchises. Hellraiser is getting a reboot on Hulu, and. There's a lot of people up in arms about this. A lot of people up in arms about this where, where there's a lot of things. People are talking about like they're going to have a female pinhead. And people are up in arms. Oh, it's woke. It's this, is that. Well, for the dumbasses out there that don't know and don't do the research, the original books, and I, and I believe in the original book, and I've, I've read the books and I know what I'm talking about, pinhead is a female. And if you listen to Clyde Barker, who directed the first two horror, the two first two Hellraiser films, and he wrote the books, the studio made a decision to make Pinhead a male. Because if you listen to what Pinhead's talking about pain, pleasure, suffering, it's all sexual. It was more meant for a female character, but Doug Bradley is such an awesome character, an awesome actor, they made him into they made him into Pinhead. So I want to point that out there. Um I think that we're going to get a good good film or a good TV set. I can't remember what it was, but it's going to be on Hulu. I will be watching. I will review that as well. I'm excited for that. I think it's going to be a damn good time in my opinion. I think it'll be awesome. And uh, we're going to we're gonna get a really, really good sequel or a good a good reboot to Hellraiser because the first film is a, is a really good horror film, a really good horror classic. I really like the second film. 
Hellraiser, Hell on Earth 3 is okay. for what, It's an MTV-style film, if you know what I'm talking about, the MTV style. Hellraiser 4 Bloodline, I think, is very underrated. I understand why people don't like it, but I actually am a fan of that film. Um, Hellraiser Inferno is not good. I'm trying to think what was next. He, uh, Hellseeker, I think, is next. Dreader is not worth a shit. Honestly, the the rest of the sequels are trash, and then you're not the greatest. And then you get to the they they had two more films. They had the one where they first replaced Doug Bradley with a different guy for Pinhead, and it's not him, but it was horrible. But the they had a Hellraiser Judgment. I think it was Judgment or Judgment Day was the name of it, and it actually is a pretty good sequel that came out with about five or six years ago, and I actually like it. But overall, though, um, I'm excited for that. Uh, hopefully I got my fingers crossed. There's two horror icons, in my opinion, that I think, well, there's actually three in my mind I like to see. I'm talking about Pumpkinhead, Friday 13th, and Nightmare on Elm Street. These are three franchises that I am a fan of. I like Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead, to me, is a damn good monster slash creature fear, wherever you want. If you have not seen the original Pinhead, I highly recommend that film. That film is damn good. And it holds up really well to the guy. You got Lance Herkison, an awesome monster, a good story, great kills. Look up Pumpkinhead. I highly recommend. You could probably find it on Prime Video for free to watch. But over or Shredder, which is a damn good app, by the way. I love Shredder. So, Pumpkinhead, I feel like there's a lot of things. Do you do a legacy sequel? Do you reboot it? Do you just do another sequel to the film? In my opinion... A legacy sequel would be a great idea. Now, for folks who are asking me, a legacy sequel is basically where you retcon all the other films and you just go off the first film or the second film. You do a legacy sequel, which is something you can go back to and basically like after the first film and continue that story. Or you can reboot the franchise. Either way, with modern way, with CGI and shit, I think... Even though I'm a practical effects fan more horror than CGI, I feel like that film could benefit from some good CGI with a monster. I feel like you can do something where fans will like it, and I would pay money to see it. I think you can do it. I think you can put it in the theaters, and I think it would do a really good on weekend. You can release around like in the like in September or October, around that time around Halloween frame, and I think it would do really well in the box office. And I think you could spark a trilogy or a new for the franchise or whatever. I really think pin. Pumpkinhead, excuse me, would be a good film. Friday the 13th. Let's talk about Friday the 13th. Kind of, you know, if anything in this world deserves another film, it's Friday the 13th. In my opinion, that's the one franchise when you think slashers and hardcore, when you think of, give me, name me a horror franchise or a horror film that just gives us, just gives us TNA, which is tits and ass, and kills. It's Friday the 13th. That's what it is. Story goes out the window of Friday the 13th. <laughs> Friday 13th to me deserves, we, the fans deserve it. You know, Sean Miller and Victor, um, no, I'm sorry, uh, Victor Miller and Sean Cunningham have been going through this fucking lawsuit for a little while now about who owns this, who owns that. As a matter of fact, I was on my PS5 last night playing the Friday 13th game, and we I got online, played some matches. It's just sad because that game gave fans hope that maybe we'll get a film down the line. Maybe we'll get a film, and they... They, the, you know, the game was going to have a Grindel map, and we're going to get the Uber Jason, which is the, the Jason from Jason X. And there was rumors that we're going to get the remake version of Jason. We're going to get Freddy versus Jason versus Jason. Uh, Freddy versus Jason, that Jason, that film. And there was rumor that we might get Freddy Krueger as a side character option, like how we got Tommy Jarvis in it. There were so many things going on with that film. And then the film was, the, the, uh, excuse me, the game, and it was starting to peak. And then, whew, 
The lawsuits cut everything off. It sucks because that film that that gave fans like us hope that we were going to get a Friday Thirteenth movie finally. We're getting Child's Play got a remake. We got a Halloween Legacy sequel. We got this going on, that going on, and it seems like horror is going to big brew. We're going to talk about Scream here in a minute too. And my thoughts on the Nev Campbell situation, but we got a Scream sequel finally after almost ten years. Like we had everything going, and then they cut it off. Personally, my opinion, you know how I feel. I think we should just do a sequel to the 2009 reboot, or at least do a film where you got Derek Mears as Jason Voorhees. I think that's the guy you need to go with, and you can just do whatever you want with it, but I think we need that. Now let's talk about Nightmare on Elm Street. I will let you be you know of the, the three-headed monster of the slasher franchise, Michael's one, Jason's two for me, and Freddy's three. I love Freddy. I'm a big Freddy fan. As a matter of fact, I take that back. I like Chucky more than Freddy. I apologize. So Freddy would be fourth. In my opinion... I've watched the Nightmare on Elm Street on HBO Max. I got the Blu-ray box set. I am a massive, massive Nightmare on Elm Street. I love me some Freddy Krueger. So here's what I'm thinking, and this is my opinion. If you're going to bring that Freddy back, Robert England back for one more film, universally, this is a, this is this is this is a hot take. I know the original film's great. But I'm a big fan of Dream Warriors Part 3. I am a huge, huge fan of that film. Anybody knows me, Dream Warriors is another horror sequel where people go, that's pretty damn good. I am a Dream Warriors fanatic. I think Dream Warriors is a perfect, is one of the perfect horror sequels you can find out. Because there are a handful of them, and that they're, they're in that mix, in my opinion. I think a legacy sequel with Robert England coming back for Freddy, as play Freddy, and you bring back the Dream Warriors cast you bring that cast back for that film i think it would be great you bring back it can be 20 years down the line at phrase moment he finally gets released somehow some way something brings him back and you bring back the dream warriors the one group that thought they killed freddie off for good you bring them back and you do that film i think a lot of fans will give hope because i'll be honest with you guys the reboot i know a lot of people had issues with the reboot the biggest problem i had with the reboot was i didn't like nancy I feel like her and um, Tina's, the character, that character, they, they should switch roles, in my opinion. Actors. Actors, excuse me. And Jackie Early, I thought, was a really good Freddy. I feel like if he had a better script and had better studio backing on things, I think he would have been a lot better off. I didn't like them going the whole pedophile route instead of the serial killer, child killer. I thought that was another mistake. But I don't have a lot. I have my issues with the reboot, with the reboot but... For people saying it's a fucking trash ass movie, I don't think it's a trash movie. I don't think it's a good movie. I think it's just it's it's between bad and okay. Like it's in that mix somewhere. Like I say, what's that? Oh, I say solid, not really. It's just like it's like could have been better. It's all right, you know, whatever. That's what I feel about it. But I think we can do that. That would be you bring that back and do that legacy sequel for that would be badass. Now let's talk about Scream. Scream Six just got news that it's going to be it's, the film is going to take they're going to do the the plot and the film's going to be taking place in New York City. I like that eye. Getting out of Woodsboro, let's go to New York City. Let's switch things up. Hopefully, they don't call it you know Ghostface takes uh, takes Manhattan because it it might end up being you know Ghostface takes a boat ride to fucking Manhattan. Jason Friday Thirteenth Part Eight. Jason takes Manhattan. Look the film up. You know exactly why I'm saying that film fucking sucks. Anyway. So basically, you go back to Ghostface, you know, whatever. We're going to get a film or whatever. I did like the new Scream a lot. I thought it was a really good film. However, eh, let's talk a little bit now. Nev Campbell has decided she's not going to be the new film because of the pace she got. 
And people online are saying, well, she's not the star of the franchise. Ghostface is. Look, dude, I love Ghostface as anybody else. But without Nev Campbell, that franchise doesn't hang on. She's like, Nev Campbell to me is on the Mount Rushmore of horror or of, of final girls in films. I think her, you know, Nev Campbell, Cindy, I think Jamie Lee Curtis is Laurie Strobe. Reap, uh, Ripley, Shigordon and Reaver in the Alien franchise, and I think Linda Hamilton in the Terminator franchise. I think those are the, to me, when I think Final Girls, badass, great Final Girls, those are the four I think of that come to my mind. And I feel like she is the embodiment of the franchise. I feel like they need to put her back on. I think they need to do it. I think they need to do something with her. Because they they kind of put the feet, the the fourth the on the front that the new cast the new characters they were going with which I feel like the this is the best mix of characters they've had in the franchise since the first two films Scream three is with you know side note Scream for a franchise you know horror films usually has those shitty they they got good films and they got really shitty ones Scream really doesn't have a bad film Scream three is the worst film in their franchise and it's really passable like it's still an enjoyable film Scream four I do like the and back to the cast characters I think. Scream 1 Scream 2 have the best cast. I think Scream 4 did a really good job and came real close. Scream 5, I feel like they got that they got that mixture back you know, of, of good cast. And I'm excited to see what they did in the sixth film. So overall, I think the studio needs to sit down, Neb, and says, let's do something. Let's get you back. Because, you know, I, the worst thing that can happen in this franchise is people sit there and go, well, we're uh, we're not going to support the film. We're not going to do this now. Yada, 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 blah, 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 or whatever. I just feel like that's just shit. That's just another shit. That's just another shit. Taki sandwich. Don't want to take, man. And I think they need to go the right, the right route with that. You know, get Nev in the film. If not, bring her in. Have her have a film and kill her off. Just give her, but give her a send off because she deserves that. Because Nev don't work a lot either. I was talking to somebody at work about this, and we realized Nev don't do a lot of films. So maybe it's because she don't do a lot of films, and she's not gonna waste her time. So it is what it is. Overall, you know. That's pretty much a take on that, so whatever. Chuck Child, the Chucky Season 2 series just got a green light. I did like the first season a lot or whatever, but um, I'm excited to see what the second season is on that. I'm not going to discuss that more. I'll talk about that later. Okay, now let's talk about Stranger Things. Woo, boy. Watched Volume 1 with my girlfriend. She's a Stranger Things fanatic. As a matter of fact, she threatened to beat me up if I didn't, uh, if I watched the show without her. <laughs> I'm just kidding, honey. I'm really not. Save me, y'all. Just joking. Am I? Am I not? Anyway, back to the situation. So, we watched Stranger Things together, and I got to admit, if any human being, I'm not going to spoil anything, but anybody's going to see, if you did not, if you thought, if you called and saw that expected twist at the end of episode seven, you're fucking lying, because I didn't see it coming, and I usually see twists coming a mile away. I didn't see it coming. Damn good film, a good, sorry, good series. I don't know where it ranks for the season because I gotta go back and binge watch them because I love Stranger Things. But so far, so good. It's been really good. I'm excited to see what the last two episodes do. And I believe they are doing, for what I read, they are doing a season five, which I am excited for. I think that'll be the final episode because eventually they're gonna get, eventually the kids, the problem is the kids are looking older now, so whatever. But overall, man, like it a lot. Also, Robert England showed that he could still act a little bit. He was in one of the episodes. Casey Morphin. Can we get a Nightmare on Elm Street film, please? Like, Freddy's right there. Can we get it going? So, anyway. So, anyway, guys. That's about all we got to talk about on the show today. I'm back. We're back, back in business, whatever. I will be bringing you back weekly episodes. And then, eventually, it will be a different platform. Eventually, I will give you guys a heads up on the new platform, new podcast, and everything else coming out real soon. I appreciate you guys. And just remember, 
I don't bullshit. I just tell it like it is. Straight up. Have a good one, y'all.